Welcome to the Illuminated Word Podcast. Each day we'll look at a text from the weekly readings from the Westgate Church Bulletin. We will look at background material and also application of the text. So once again, welcome to the Illuminated Word Podcast. Our reading today comes from John chapter 9, verses 35 through 41. This is the story of the man who was born blind that Jesus healed. We've talked about this over the last two podcasts, and Jesus comes upon this fellow who was born blind, and the disciples have this theological discussion about who sinned, this man or his parents. Jesus corrects that misconception, and then he does something strange. He takes and he spits up on the ground. He makes mud. He puts this on the eyes of the man. He anoints his eyes with this mud, and he tells the guy to go to the pool of Siloam and wash. And so the guy goes and he washes and he's made well. And it's not long after that he has controversy. People are questioning, is this really the guy that was born blind? I mean, this is just amazing. He, he can see again, is this really him? So there's some doubt about, is this really the same guy? And then there's controversy with the Jewish authorities. He's been on, on trial basically twice by the Pharisees. And eventually he is cast out of the synagogue. Also, his own parents, in some ways, kind of threw this guy under the bus. They really didn't stand up for him, and they were terrified of the Jewish authorities. And so we have this fellow who basically, his parents didn't stand up for him, and now he's been rejected by the religious leaders of his day, uh, the Pharisees. So he's really in a bad spot when it comes to those kinds of things socially. He has been healed, but he's also been ostracized because of Jesus. And, And what is interesting about all this, Jesus says that he is the light of the world. And what's interesting is when Jesus says that, there, there's this metaphor, uh, this, this allegorical thing that's going on where this guy's healing is revealing this truth. It's pointing toward this idea of Jesus being the light of the world. He illuminates and he brings sight to this guy who is blind. But there's also this paradox that Jesus being the light of the world sometimes exposes sin. It exposes the hardness of heart in some people. And so in some sense, Jesus being the light of the world illuminates some people, but blinds others even more. Those that are already blinded and already callous and already self-righteous, it drives them deeper into their blindness. And you're going to see this in the exchange that Jesus has with this man. So as we come to verse 35, this is after the man has been cast out of the synagogue. Jesus finds this guy. And now this is the first time he's seen Jesus. If you remember, Jesus puts mud on his eyes and sends him off. And he never gets to see Jesus again. It's after that he's stopped by a lot of different people. He's interrogated by the Pharisees. This is the first time he actually sees Jesus face to face. Notice that Jesus goes and seeks him out. So let's pick up at verse 35 of John 9. Jesus heard that they had cast him out. And having found him, he said, Do you believe in the Son of Man? He answered, And who is he, sir, that I may believe in him? Jesus said to him, you have seen him, and it is he who is speaking to you. He said, Lord, I believe, and he worshiped him. Jesus said, for judgment I came into the world, that those who do not see may see, but those who see may become blind. Some of the Pharisees near him heard these things and said to him, are we also blind? Jesus said to them, if you were blind, you would have no guilt. But now that you say we see, your guilt remains. So Jesus seeks this guy out. And there may be some truth to this concept that we're lost and we're floundering in this world and it takes God seeking us out to find us and to help us in our own spiritual blindness at times. And Jesus says, do you believe in the Son of Man? And that is a very important question. Remember, Jesus says in Luke's gospel, those that 
confess the Son of Man before others, he will confess them before his Father and before the angels. The Son of Man. This goes back to Daniel chapter 7. Uh, we've had other podcasts. We've talked a lot about Daniel 7. But Daniel 7 is this idea of the exalted one of God, the one that's sent from God. And in Daniel 7, we get this picture of this ascension, that the, the Son of Man is ascending up to the Ancient of Days in victory. He's given dominion and power. So this messianic character, the Son of Man, who's more than just a human being. And we know from John's gospel that he is the word that has become flesh. He is God among us. So Son of Man is a very heavy term in Judaism. It doesn't just mean Jesus is, is human. A lot of people had this total misunderstanding that Son of God refers to Jesus' divinity and Son of Man refers to Jesus' humanity. That, that's, very, uh, that, that's really a sim- simplistic way of looking at that. That's really not true. Son of Man is referring back to Daniel 7 and this person that, that Jews have thought about and contemplating, who is this Son of Man? And Jesus is saying, I am the Son of Man. And he asked this guy, do you believe in the Son of Man? And the man responds in just simple trust and says, look, who who is he? Tell me who he is. And that shows us that he has really abandoned faith in the religious authorities of his time. He has found that the Pharisees, the scribes, and the, the chief priests of his day are bankrupt. They really can't point the way forward. In their own pride and hubris, they are blinded to truth. So now he's open to Jesus because I mean, who actually gives sight to blind? You must be connected to God to do something miraculous like that. He even said that. So it's interesting that this guy now is is ready to hear the truth of Jesus. Then Jesus in verse 37 reveals himself to this guy. It reminds us of the woman at the well, the Samaritan woman. Jesus reveals himself to her. It's interesting who Jesus reveals himself to and who he doesn't. These people that were outcasts, these people who are humble, These people are willing to admit their fault and admit that they need help. Jesus is very willing to reveal his identity to those kinds of people. A lesson can be learned for us. Then he talks about for judgment, he came into this world. And you may think, well, wait a minute. I don't think Jesus came for judgment. But you got to kind of parse through this and think about it. If Jesus brings grace, if he reveals the grace of God, if he reveals light to the world, when grace shines in a situation, it's going to reveal sin. You can't accept grace unless you understand what your sin really is. And when Jesus comes to, to be the light of the world, it's going to shine light in the darkness. And the darkness does not like that at all. It's going to push back. So in some sense, there's this revelation of sin, this revelation of darkness, this revelation of our condition. And it just really throws light on the Pharisees. Here are the guys who claim to be the ones that know, the ones that see, but they're really the blind gods. They're the ones that are blinded by their own pride and self-righteousness. They, they think they've got it all figured out. But in their own blindness to who Jesus, is it, who Jesus really is, they can't see that this is the promised Messiah. So they're just obstinate. And so Jesus drives them further into their blindness. And because they claim they can see, because they claim they know, that that really just locks them up in judgment even more, that they've rejected Jesus. Now, one thing about this passage I want to just point out to you, John 9 was a passage that heavily influenced John Newton. And while that's important, if you know the life of John Newton, he was a guy that was involved in the slave trade. 
he had this moment where he almost died and he prayed to God for deliverance. He was up on a, a slave ship transporting slaves and he prayed to God for salvation and he gave his life to God totally because God saved him in that moment. And he was never the same again after that. There was this change in John Newton where he tried to expose the evils of the slave trade. But when he wrote the song, Amazing Grace, a song that we're all familiar with, he has a line that says, I was blind, but now I see. And that comes straight up from this story. Newton even talks about how this chapter, John 9, was really a metaphor for him and his life, that before he walked around in spiritual blindness, but Jesus brought him sight, and now he sees, and he understands amazing grace. Now, I think there's something we could we can learn, whether you've been a Christian your whole life, or you're new to the faith, or maybe you're thinking about Christianity. This idea of accepting our helplessness, accepting that we're really blind in a lot of ways, that we can't see the way forward, and that we should humble ourselves and rid ourselves of pride and hubris and self-righteousness and throw ourselves totally upon the mercy of Jesus Christ. I think this man is a wonderful example. And as I said last time, there will be opposition. This man lost family and, and social connections and, and religious connections because of accepting Jesus. And when you become a full-fledged follower of Christ, there's going to be some rejection that's going to come your way. I'm not saying rejection because you're a jerk. Uh, the Bible doesn't call us to be jerks. But when you follow Jesus and you love people and you stand up for what Jesus says and you don't move, you're going to have some opposition. So just some things to think about today is we contemplate this story, having a humble heart before the Lord and realizing that we are in need, deep need, because of our blindness. We need illumination and we need the light of the world, Jesus Christ. I was blind, but now I see. Well, I want to read the passage to you one more time as we close out. John 9, 35 through 41. Jesus heard that they had cast him out, and having found him, he said, Do you believe in the Son of Man? He answered, And who is he, sir, that I may believe in him? Jesus said to him, You have seen, and it is he who is speaking to you. He said, Lord, I believe, and he worshipped him. Jesus said, For judgment I came into this world that those who do not see may see, and those who see may become blind. Some of the Pharisees near him heard these things and said to him, Are we also blind? Jesus said to them, If you are blind, you would have no guilt. But now that you say we see, your guilt remains. Well, I hope you have a wonderful day today. I hope this reading and this podcast has blessed you in your walk with Christ. And I hope to see you back again tomorrow with tomorrow's podcast.